My guest today is a multi-talented woman whose mission in life is to be the light and share the love. Jessica Covington is a host and speaker who discusses significant matters and motivates people to show up confidently in life. Through media coaching, she shows people how to be their best self on camera. As a certified life coach, Jessica partners with her clients to discover solutions that will help them achieve their goals and create long-lasting change. She knows that a person's voice is the most powerful tool that they possess, and she's committed to using it to make an impact in the lives of others. So on today's show, we're talking about how to accomplish the successful life you want through accountability. Help me welcome to the show, Jessica Covington. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And I um, would like to go ahead and get started. The way I start Mm -hmm. off is I want my listeners and viewers to go through a journey with you. So Mm -hmm. tell me, what did eight-year-old Jessica want to be when she grew up? Oh my gosh, eight-year-old me. So it's totally not what I'm doing now, but I just want to be like Whitney Houston. I want to be a singer, an actress, be able to dance, all of that. That was my dream at eight. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so then you ended up going into hosting shows, mm-hmm. um, live coaching. Tell me about how you got to all of that. So as I continue to grow up, I just really knew one thing I wanted to do in the world was help people. And so I started to feel that once I got to college, I looked at media and I said, you know what, being a talk show host, you know, like Oprah or something, right? I'm like, I can help so many people at one time by just being a host. And I want to do that. And plus I I knew I wouldn't get bored with it. So that's what got me to that direction of media, knowing that I could help people you know, in many ways at one time. And then as I continued um, to grow, and work, I also started to see that naturally, I was good at just being organized and holding people accountable. Like literally, like so many of my friends would come to me and say, hey, Jess, like, can you help me? I wanna do this and that. And the funny thing is they weren't even in my field. And so I started to kind of look at that and just kind of made me really like, kind of think more about it, pray about it and said, hmm, God, like, is this something that you might want me to also do? And so, of course, I moved forward with it, became a certified life coach. And so now I help people with their goals and their dreams and really just creating that life that they truly desire to have, as well as using all of my media experience to help those that want to go on camera, because people always came to me with that, too. And I said, okay, well, I can make this a service. So that way I can help people and show them like we all can do it. You just have to, you know, work at it and know some of the do's and the don'ts. Right. And you said you went to Virginia State. Yes, I did. Hey, hey, HBCU Pride. I'm an Aggie, so I went to North Carolina a and uh, So, okay, did you study media while you were there? Yes, I did. Okay. I have a degree in mass communications. Me too. Okay, cool. So then what type of um, on-camera work did you end up doing after that and hosting? So, you know, doing some internships and working at like Black Enterprise, News 12. And Black Enterprise, they had um, some shows, some nationally syndicated shows at the time. Um, also, like I said, News 12, and I also worked with the Steve Wilkos talk show and did some freelance um, hosting in New York with like fashion show type of um, companies, as well as just, you know, doing workshops and just learning and growing all at the same time. Right. Okay. So now let's go ahead and get into the topic, how to accomplish the successful life that you mm-hmm. want through accountability. Right now you do life coaching, 
Um, I work with ladies to make sure that I'm holding a group of ladies accountable as well. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about um, the importance of accountability. Let's talk about that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Accountability is so, so important. So first of all, we're all 95% more likely to accomplish our goals if we set up a date and time with the person to check back with. That's just a fact. Statistics prove that. So if you set yourself up to have some form of accountability, and so three ways that I like to tell people is get a partner. We want a accountability partner, right? Just get one person that you connect with and you meet regularly, or you could do a group of people. That works as well. Or having a life coach. It's just having that person or people that you're going to connect with because I think it inwardly makes us say, okay, I got to go back and report to somebody. Just kind of like when you have a manager, you're like, oh, I better make sure I do it. That's the kind of you know feeling we get. And just knowing we have that coming ahead of us helps us make sure we stay on track and do what we said we're going to do. Yeah, that's true. I know for me, I, I wear so many different hats, being a mom of three, mm-hmm. business owner, podcaster, um, pastor's wife, like all of these different things. Like I really invested in myself this year by starting off a year with mindset coaching and that coach, she was able to um, help me stay accountable too. Like we would talk about like my wins for the week and then we would go through um, the things I wanted to complete for the next week and mm-hmm. just holding me accountable. It really helped me to shift like perspectives about what I do and to look at myself in a different light and to be able to just grow my business because I had mm-hmm. someone to check in with. So uh, at what point did you in your life um, realize, okay, I have to become accountable to someone so that eventually, you know, you were able to be that accountability or life coach? Like, at what point did you um, come to that determination? You know, I don't know if it was so much um, of me coming to a point, because I feel like if I look back over my life, I've had so many different points where I've had like, you know, a mentor that I was checking in with that was guiding me along the way in my career, or even just in life, having, you know, people who really are invested in you and your growth and wanting you to do well. Um, And I think seeing my success with that over time, as well as recently, like in the next, the last like two, three years, where I had, like I said, like friends coming to me and seeing how effective that was with us meeting regularly, you know, forming that group. So just all of that together, I think just really opened my eyes even more to realize like, okay, this is good. Like this is really helpful for me as well as other people. Yeah. So um, what sort of things do you guys do when you um, come together to hold one another accountable? In your so like we, okay. So like when we come together, it'll be like, all right, so let's talk about some of our wins, right? Like what's going good? What are some of the great things we've accomplished? And then start to think about or share with each other. What is it that we really want to work on moving forward? Like over the next month, like doing it at one point in one of my groups, we were doing like monthly. So it was like, all right, so what are my next goals for next month? And even in that conversation, the biggest thing I love about it when you have the group accountability is that you get to brainstorm with each other. You know, you guys talk about your ideas and, you know, one friend gives you a suggestion or maybe they have connections to the goal that you actually want to accomplish. So then there's more resources that you're able to tap into. And so those are the kind of things that we would do and then just hold each other accountable. You know, if we saw that one person was lagging behind and their goal was okay, what's going on? You know, what's the issue? And then if we can help each other fix it, we do. 
So um, what type of resources or tips do you have for, for female entrepreneurs who are looking to become more accountable? Oh, gosh. So I want to start with this dream big. Dream big. I think that's where you have to start because when you start to think about where you want to take your business and what it is you want to do, you have to just allow yourself to first think without limits because the moment we start limiting ourselves, then the vision gets smaller. We hold ourselves back. So if we will just allow ourselves to dream big as if there's no um, issues in the way, there's nothing to hold you back, then that'll give you a platform to start really reaching and growing your business and doing new things that you may not have like thought about to do before. So dream big and then just be really specific when you start to do your goals. You really want to be specific about what it is you're trying to accomplish. You know, make them smart goals so that way you have measure, measurable um, points, time frames, something realistic, you know, all of that is going to help you accomplish your goal better. And also use past experiences. So a lot of times we forget the lessons we've learned, you know, like we're living through this pandemic and especially as an entrepreneur, right? Your business might be affected depending on what it is. So if it is affected, look back at 2020, see what you did during the time when it was at the worst, figure out what worked, what didn't work and apply that moving forward. You know, especially depending upon what happens, because I know sometimes, you know, we watch the news one day and it says this and then you watch it next week and we're in a whole nother part of how we're being affected. So just learn from the lessons of the past and be able to shift and move forward. And again, that accountability, have people along the way with you, whether it's a life coach, a partner or a group. Yeah, shifting is so important, especially in the times that we lived in, live in. So just having that strategy to be able to say, for example, like I have um, HPC legacy fashion. So whereas I would have normally been able to go um, to schools for homecomings mm-hmm. or games and be a pop-up shop or a vendor, that was not the case during the pandemic. Like homecoming wasn't <laughs> happening in 2020. And then in 2021, it was still kind of like, you know, a little sketchy for me. And so I had mm-hmm. to shift and I had to pivot. One thing that I did in um, for the last homecoming in October 2021 was I was like an online vendor mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just grew. I had to figure out how to like grow my mailing list, my contacts and, you know, do giveaways and go live mm-hmm. and just all types of things just to pivot. Right. Um yeah, so just even changing little things up on my website. For example, mm-hmm. I, I put a, uh, on my shop, I have Shopify for my HBC Legacy mm-hmm. fashion. So I had to end up putting products in different places, just, you know, the products mm-hmm. that I wanted to sell more. I had to place those in different areas on the website. I even put a different type of pop-up that was a little bit more fun for people. So like okay. the, the wheel pop-up. So mm-hmm. rather than it just being like something they sign up for, because sometimes mm-hmm. people just close out of that, but Um, That's one tip that I would have, like when you are pivoting, like, you know, just kind of think outside the box. Exactly. And you know, the thing about us having to be forced to shift during this pandemic is that now a lot of us have new streams of income or we have new ways to grow our business, you know, in ways that we didn't think about before. So now it's not just okay in person. Now I have these virtual options as well. And so now when the world gets back to normal, you now have double chances of making more money yeah you know but before you were only thinking one way so to me that's like one of the best things about this even though I know it's been tough you know but that's a good side to it you know what you're right about only having one way of thinking about it because when Mm -hmm. I started 
um, my podcast prior to that, I was doing in-person interviews. I set mm-hmm. up a studio space and I was interviewing women in person. And that's the way mm-hmm. I wanted. I wanted to, it to be like a real talk show set. And then 2020 hit and pandemic hit. And I was so devastated because I was like, oh my gosh, I just recorded like maybe four or five shows and now mm-hmm. it's going to have to look different. And so I actually froze in that moment because mm-hmm. I also found I was pregnant that January, the end of January was really funny. And I was like, oh, now I'm pregnant. <laughs> I can't do the show the way I wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. so, and I remember talking to a mentor and she said that everyone, Rachel Ray is cooking out of her kitchen mm-hmm. on her iPhone. Like everyone's doing this. You like just get on your iPhone and go live and just do it that way. And and so even though I had this one idea in my head, I had to like change my mindset and shift yeah. and pivot. And it actually became something so much better than what I thought it could be because I'm able to like interview women from all over. Like you, you're here in Connecticut. Well, in Connecticut, I'm in Ohio. And so mm-hmm. it's like just meeting more women and being able to share more of their stories and their journeys. Um, so it has been helpful. Yeah. And you're saving money. And I, I don't know if you're renting a studio, but you don't have to pay now to rent a space. Like the videographer, I pay for the videographers, all of that, like <laughs> saving so much money. Yes. So that's what I love about the shows. Not know? just money, but time, like, you know, yeah, it's less time to, to prepare for it. Like I don't have to set up the space and, yeah. you know, I don't have to like, make sure I'm changing it to dip because I would film like three or four in a day. I don't have to like change all these outfits and stuff. So it's a lot less um, time consuming. I I used to do my own talk show on YouTube. And so I know the whole story having to go out into the field and do the studio. I get it. Like, I love this. I'm like, oh, I don't ever have to do that again. (laughs) Yeah. So why'd you stop the talk show? So I just took a break. You know, it was just, you know, the, the right decision for me at the time of my life. But now I'm back. That's what I did last year. I came back out creating content, you know, but right now I'm actually, that's one of the things that I'm going to start doing again is some interviews. So I recently started some matter of fact, I just released it this week, my first one. And so I'm going to get into that more consistently next year. So I think I'm going to just start it up with some just moment chats, because what I do right now is my weekly just moment, which is just a quick inspirational video that people can catch on Instagram. I love it. Okay, so where can people find you? Okay, so they can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Jesse Jess Talk. That's J E S S Y J E S S Talk. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. You're so welcome. <laughs>